Thanks for joining us for this edition of Forward Church Online. Today's podcast was recently recorded at one of our live worship experiences. We hope you enjoy today's message. Now prepare your heart to hear a word from God today. How many are ready to dive into God's word tonight? I believe that we are more, more than conquerors. How many believe that tonight? I believe we're more than conquerors. I was dropped Ansley off at school today, and that hit me that we're made more than conquerors. And we're right in the, we're actually in the middle of this, this series on breakthrough. And I thought, well, but if I'm, a, if I'm more than a conqueror, if I'm an overcomer, how come I got to have a breakthrough? Like, I should be victorious, right? But how many knows that sometimes in life you go through things uh, that you need a breakthrough over? Amen. Romans chapter 8 verse 37 says, in all things, so that means in all the good stuff and all the bad stuff, it says, in all things, we are more than conquerors, there's a key, key piece of that verse, through him who called us. It's nothing you can do on your own. You can't find breakthrough. You can't experience uh, victory without Jesus, how many, how many know that to be true, amen? So whatever you're striving for, there's so many times we're striving and we feel like I gotta do this, but if you'll just trust in him and turn it over to him because the Bible says through him we've been made more than conquerors and victorious through Jesus Christ, amen? Well, tonight is the final uh, episode, conclusion, installment, whatever you want to uh, call it. So glad Mickey Mouse is in the house with us tonight. I just looked down and saw that t-shirt and it just, y'all know, without medication, that I don't take, my mind will slip into Disneyland just like real quick, like so. Anyway, <laughs> just all plain white t-shirts, just plain t-shirts. I'm just kidding. But we, we talked about this when we first kicked this series off, that every one of us could 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 rule in that we, we need a breakthrough in some area of our life, whether it's financial, whether it's with our kids, our crazy spouse, crazy boss. We all could use a breakthrough. And, but the question that I want to ask tonight, and I've been asking through uh, this series, is what's keeping us? What is keeping you and I from receiving or, or pushing through and breaking through that thing that is preventing us from being where God wants us to be and receiving what God has for our life? And, and the very first um, installment was saved but not set free. I believe completely that you can be saved, you can be born again, but you can also be in bondage. You can be caught up in things. You can, you can have stuff attached to your life, and then you're enslaved to it. You're saved, but you're not set free. And then in part two, we discussed saved, but under the influence. We talked about not necessarily being demon-possessed, but you can have a spirit on you, or you can be around others that have an influence or an evil influence that can influence your life. You're saved, but you're now under the influence. And without, when you're under the influence, you're not set free, you're never going to get your breakthrough. And so tonight we're going to talk about saved, but not submitted. And I'm not expecting a lot of amens tonight. I'm not expecting a lot of hanky wavers tonight. Go get them, Brother Bradley. Preach your heart out. I'm not expecting that tonight because this is dealing with the inside of you and I. Everybody say soul. Because in our soul, that is what, that is what's determining, uh, or dictating, uh, if we're going to be submitted or not. See, I told you it was going to be real quiet tonight. Those that are following us live on Facebook, it's just as quiet here as it is wherever you are tonight. If you brought your Bibles, let's go real quick to Luke chapter 5, verses 1 through 11. Luke chapter 5, 1 through 11. Now, if you've hung out at Forward for any length of time, you are going to recognize this story because Dad normally touches on this one 
a lot within a 12-month span. Um, but I hope that we can, we can look at this in a way um, that you've never seen before. But I really believe there's three things that we're going we're gonna to hone in on tonight um, that's going to uh, set us free and break the negativity or influence of negativity or evil influence. And um, we're going to have submitted spirits to the king. Amen? Amen. Father, we thank you for your word tonight. I ask that you would anoint this time, God. Clean out our spiritual ears. God, may we be ready to hear from you. Prepare our hearts to, for, the, for the word to be deposited inside. And may it do a change in our lives tonight. In Jesus' name. And everybody said. Everybody said. All right, so we're going to be talking about how to get a breakthrough. Everybody say, get my breakthrough. Say, gimme, 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 gimme. See, some of y'all need to loosen your tongue. Gimme, gimme. See, if you loosen your tongue, you might get the baptism of the Holy Spirit. I'm just, okay. Gimme, 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 gimme. You start right there. Gimme, gimme, gimme. Okay. Here we go. Luke chapter 5 verse 1 says, One day as Jesus was standing by the lake of Gennesaret, which is also the Sea of Galilee, with the people crowding around him and listening to the word of God, he saw at the water's edge, everybody say water's edge. Water's edge, two boats left there by the fishermen. So they were abandoned boats that were just on the water's edge. And uh, it was left there by the fishermen who were washing their nets. He got into one of them boats. Now, how, one of them boats, that didn't even make no sense. How many knows if you left your boat, if you down at, it, 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 uh, I almost said Cedar Key, wherever you put your boat in at, and you're over doing something, and some dude that, you know, beard and long hair and all that, and just steps in your boat. Like, how many going to be like, hey, 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 what you doing over there? Anybody? It doesn't give us any indication of the conversation. Everything in the Bible is always professional. I always want to dig in and go, but what was really, like, what really happened? Maybe that's a conversation that I'll have one day. Like, what, what was really going through your mind, Simon, when you saw him jumping in your, in your, in your ship, in your boat? How many know it's important who gets in your, in your boat? Amen? We talked about that. But he got into one of the boats, the one belonging to Simon, and asked him to put out a little from shore. Then he sat down and taught the people from the boat. Verse 4. When he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, put out into deep water. If you're taking, if you got a pen, you don't mind marking your Bible, you, you, need, to, you need to underline that. Put out into the deep. Put out into deep water. And let down the nets for a catch. Simon answered, Master, we've worked hard all night and haven't caught anything. But because you say so, I will let down the nets. When they had done so, they caught such a large number of fish that their nets began to break. So they signaled their partners, partners in crime, in the other boat to come and help them. And they came and filled both boats so full that they began to sink. Verse 8, when Simon Peter saw this, he fell at Jesus' knees and said, Go away from me, Lord. I am a sinful man. One of the things that, that is always important for us to understand is the closer you get to Jesus, the more you will be more aware and understand your own wickedness. He said, after he saw what happened, after he obeyed Jesus and saw what happened, and through the obedience, he recognized who he was and who he was. So the closer you get to Jesus, you will ultimately see the wickedness within yourself. Verse 9, for he and all his companions were astonished at the catch of fish they had taken. And so were James and John, the sons of Zebedee, Simon's partners. Then Jesus said to Simon, don't be afraid. From now on, you will catch men. 
So they pulled their boats up on shore, left everything, and followed him. What we see in this story is it's one of the first times that Jesus begins to assemble or put together or call his disciples. And Jesus looks over and sees fishermen who were cleaning their nets. And now it's important to understand uh, when fishermen would clean their nets. Now, I, I, I know, I, again, no surprise, I'm, I'm not a fisherman. You could invite me, and I'm not going to hurt your feelings, and I'm going to say sure, but I'm going to ask you to hook it for me <laughs> or, or, or bait it for me. But two things normally happen when they clean their nets, okay? The first one is this. They, they, they clean it with fresh or clean water, and then they stretch them so that it wouldn't break when it's harvest time. When they go back out, because, because if you've got a net that hasn't been stretched and it's not prepared for what's coming in, if we're not stretched and prepared for what God wants to do in our life, we'll break, okay? So for some of us here tonight, God is cleansing you with the washing of the word. Some of you are like, man, I'm tired of being wet. I'm tired of going through stuff. I'm tired of being in a storm. Sometimes God is allowing you to get wet because he's washing you, and then the stretching that's happening is preparing you for your future and for what God wants to do in your life. We don't like to be stretched, but we all want to harvest. Jesus is cleansing us. That's, that's the process that, that I believe he is going, he's, he's doing in our lives and in this ministry. He's washing us and he's stretching us. So in this story, Jesus sees the fishermen. He sees that they have a boat and he, he gets in and he asks them to put out just a little off the shore. Then Jesus begins to sit down and teach the people. He did that because the, the water acted as an amplifier because there was, he wanted the people to hear what he had to say. And when Jesus is done speaking, he tells them to put out into the deep. He then tells them to let down their nets into the deep. I want to go back to verse 5 right here. It said, Simon answered, Master, we've worked hard all night and haven't caught anything. Remember, he just said, I I want you to go back out and put out to the deep. They've already been out there. They didn't catch hardly anything. And now you got this carpenter. and And I got a crazy sense of humor. If I'm a fisherman... And a carpenter tells me, uh, you can't see that I'm cleaning, that, that I'm preparing to close out my day. And a carpenter comes up and tells me, hey, let's go back out and do some fishing, put out into the deep. I'm going to look at him and say, hey, buddy, why don't you go build a, build a table or something? Huh? You got, I mean, I mean, you always get people that want to speak into your life. You know, somebody that, that, that wants to speak in your life about a relationship. And you're like, dear God, you've been divorced 87 times. You always got those people that want to speak into your life, but they have no depth to them. Amen. Be ca- <laughs> a little late there, Scott. A little late. I'm just, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. What stood out to me, though, when he said, put out into the deep, what I believe that Jesus is telling us in this moment is this. Miracles happen in the deep. Okay? You, or, or, or for the series we're in, I'll say it this way. Your breakthrough is going to happen in the deep, okay? I don't want to jump ahead, but there's, there's going to be places that God's going to call you to that, that's not always going to make sense and it's not, you're not always going to understand. Four years ago when Amy and I moved down here, this was our deep. Even though I knew the territory and even though I had been here for 8th uh, through 12th grade, it was still the deep. 
It didn't make sense. It, I mean, we had our whole life going. Everything was working out. Everything, it didn't make sense. What am I trying to tell you? Anytime God is leading you to the deep waters, it's going to be in a way that you don't understand. You can't, you can't draw it out and sketch it out. Okay? Why? Because you've got to learn to trust him and his plan. Okay? There's something about the deep. You can go to the beach and look, look around. The, I don't even like the beach. I know y'all like, yeah, you don't like the sand. No, it, the sand don't bother me. I don't mind getting sticky and nasty and all that stuff. It's the sharks <laughs> that I don't like. And I don't know if y'all been watching Facebook or the news lately, but they're coming up a little bit closer to the shoreline. I'm talking about like, you know, knee deep. Okay? So, so you know, Ansley hates it. We go, why are we going to the beach? I don't know. It's pretty. I like the breeze. But I, Daddy ain't going out there. No. Maybe it's because of my age. I don't know. But you've got to be careful because what happens when you're at the, sh- at, at, at the shore or the, or, or, or the shoreline where it's not real deep? How about that? Obviously, I'm not real deep. What do you call that? Shallow. Thank you. <laughs> Shallow. You can see what's going on. But there's something about when you go out to deeper water, it's a little darker. It's not real clear, and you can't see what's going on. We don't like that. But yet that's where God is calling each of us in our marriages, in our ministry, in our church, in our families, any area in our finances. It's always areas that we can't see. We have to trust and depend on his voice. Okay, not, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because breakthrough happens in the deep. I believe that. And my objective tonight for 15 minutes, for 15 minutes, I'm going to stretch the clock just a little bit. My objective tonight is, to, is for each one of us to launch out into the deep. How many need a breakthrough in an area of your life? That guess where you're going to find it? In the deep. It's going to be in an area that does not make sense. You're not going to be able to put your finger on it and understand it. You just got to get over that. Okay, and I, I, somebody said, well, that, that's real mean. No, no, I'm talking to me. Y'all know, I like it all sketched out. It's real pretty. My notes are real pretty. It's all sketched out. But if God said, close that book and do it this way, guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to close the book. I'm going to step out into the deep, and I'm going to pray that he says something from my heart and my, out my mouth. Because how many knows my words won't profit you anything? But Jesus says, what I give you will change their life and set them free. Your breakthrough is going to happen in the deep. Everybody say, I, I just, I got to go. I got to go. I got to go to the deep. I got to go to the deep. So we're going to find those areas of our breakthrough. And your breakthrough, <laughs> your breakthrough isn't found in anything that you can do, but it's in everything that he's already done. Remember what I said when I first started tonight? I said, we always try to work up how, how I'm going to, how I'm going to, get to that area and how I'm going to break through see how I'm going to do it it's it's not in anything that I can do or that I might do it's my breakthrough is wrapped up in everything that he's already done he's already done it that's why we've been made victorious but when we go through life things are going to come up and I need a breakthrough but guess what I'm not going to do it on my own accord I'm not going to do it by myself I'm going to do it with him because the bible says I'm more than a conqueror now I see why these two verses came together the Bible says that I've been made more than a conqueror through him who loved me. It's not just a matter of lining up my will. It's, it's, it's everything with lining up my will with his will. That's where my breakthrough's coming. When my will becomes his will. Matter of fact, I lay my will down and, and it's just whatever you want, God. See, a lot of Christians don't want that. We want the blessing, but we don't, we don't, want, we don't want to be inconvenienced to get it. Well, you got to go out to the deep. You're going to have to go out there with the sharks. You got to go out there with the sharks. See, and I don't like to do that. 
Sharks, step out into the deep. As long as you're out there at his instruction, God will always take care of you. After four years of wandering out here in the deep called Chiefland, God's taking care of our family. It's not always made sense. It's not always been easy. But he's done it. There's a part that I have to, but he's done it. What am I telling? What he's done for me, he's no respecter of persons. What he's done, he can do for you. But you got to be obedient and you got to walk and step out into the deep. Amen? My breakthrough isn't contingent on me, but him. And I will see my breakthrough. You will see your breakthrough happen when you're totally reliant on Jesus. How do I get my breakthrough? Rely on him. Stop stressing it. Amy came in tonight and was telling me something while I was getting ready, and I'm just like, I just, I don't, I don't stress in it. He's either in charge or he's not. And if he's not, then I'm just up here blowing a bunch of smoke. But when I say God will take care of you and handle you and everything that you've got going on on your plate, you give that to God, take your hands off, and watch God work, and your breakthrough will happen in the deep. Everybody say, out in the deep. Tonight, I want to give you three things that I believe is going to help you and I to set out into the deep. Here's the first one. I hope you're taking notes tonight. The very first one is this. You have to be obedient. Remember the the title, save but not submitted. You want your breakthrough? You've got to be obedient. You're going to have to set out into the deep and do what God is requiring of you, and that's called obedience. Obedience. For Simon Peter... He was in, he was, he, for Simon, he was in the place for the miracle. He was, he was, it it matters where you are. You're praying for a miracle, but you're in the wrong place. We had, in Georgia, we had everything going for us. I I, I know y'all tired of this story, but I, I see where it's trying to come in. Everything. Can I tell you that we are better as a family now than we were when I had everything lined up? When I had all the insurance and I had all this and I had this title and I did all that and she did all that. We had all that. Can I tell you, we are better off as a family than now in the deep than we were when I knew how everything was happening. What I'm trying to say is, if you will step out into the deep, give God everything and watch God work in your life. If it wasn't true, it's so true. It's so true. It requires our obedience. He was in the right place for the miracle. Why? Because he was obedient to what Jesus said in the first place. He said, hey, move the, sh- move the ship out to the shallow. <laughs> See, I remembered shallow. And then after he taught the people, he said, now go out into the deep. Because he was obedient. See, Peter could have said, no, nah, dog, I'm good. We're going back in. You done talking? We're going in. I'm done for the day. How many of, ever, of, us, of us have ever had that attitude towards God? We're done. We're tired. Church over. Hey, preacher, church over. Let us go. Let my people go. <laughs> but Jesus is saying, if you just launch out and hang with me for just, just, just a second. For somebody in here, don't quit. Don't stop. You're on the edge. Your miracle is on the other Just right. So many people give up when they're right there when they're right there they turn and walk away and God's going but it was right there how many of us are that way we walk away God you're too slow 
But Peter was in the, he was in the right place for his miracle. I don't know, maybe you should be asking yourself, I've been praying for this, I'm asking God for this, am I in the right place? That's what you should be asking yourself. It, every one of us can say, I, I need a breakthrough in an area of my life. Well, you should check, check yourself and go, well, well, am I in the right place for God to even do this in my life? Am I preparing? Am I doing? Am I being obedient? That was number one. Am I being obedient? The obedience we... <laughs> I love this. The obedience that we demonstrate is what position, positions us for a miracle. Okay? The obedience that we demonstrate is what positions us for a miracle. The problem is we want the blessing without being obedient. We want the breakthroughs and we want the miracles, but we don't want to be obedient. There's our problem. Oh, me. I'll never forget early, early on in ministry when I was, I was the executive pastor, but I was also helped with the youth. Uh, well, we had a youth pastor. And I'll never forget the conversations that came, came in. You know, kids will say the darndest things. But as they get older, they <laughs> you're like, does your parents know you talk like that? <laughs> You know what I'm saying? And, and they'd come in the office and we'd sit down and Pastor Ben and, and they'd be talking. And I'm just sitting there just trying to be a mediator and I'm listening. And they're like, man, we, do, we just believe that God's brought us as a guy and a girl. We, we just believe God's brought us together. And, 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 and you know, when I, when I look into her eyes and, uh, you know, I, I just hear Jodeci and, and you know, just ooey gooey. How many of the ooey gooey stuff? Y'all, y'all like Jodeci, who's that? Y'all know Casey and JoJo? Anybody know Casey and JoJo? All my life, I waited for someone like you. Okay, y'all don't know nothing about all that. Don't let the white skin fool you. But, but I know they'd be in there, and then she'd be like, yeah, when I look in his eyes, I see, the, I, I, I see the, the faces of our unborn children. I'm like. But, but, but Pastor Ben and Pastor Bradley, what, what can we do to get God to bless our relationship? And I'd be like, Pastor Ben, can I have this one? Are y'all sleeping together? Huh? Yeah, sure. See, God can't bless anything that is in direct obedience to what he's already said. Oh, but Pastor Bradley, that's just too real. Well, so is the word. He said it. See, God will never tempt you. God will never put something, if it's in direct obedience to him, he can't bless that. You can strip that away from relationships. It can be with any area of your life. If it's in direct disobedience to what he's already, if it don't even line up with what he's already said, there's absolutely, positively, no way God can bless that situation. Somebody say obedience. 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 Baby, put that up for me. Deuteronomy chapter 5, verse 33 says this. Walk in all the way that the Lord your God has commanded you so that you may live and prosper and prolong your days in the land you will possess. Now, early in chapter 5 is where, where Moses has the, 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 the Ten Commandments. Then he's speaking to, 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 to uh, the Israelites, and he's, he's saying, if you want to live long, if you want to prosper, if you want things, you've got you to gotta be obedient to his word. How many of those obedience is, I'm just hitting that so obedient. If we can't be obedient, if we can't take step one, you might as well just stop with the prayers. Because if you can't line up, he can't do anything. Because you're not in the right place. He can, dep- he, can, he can drop all those blessings out of heaven, but if you're not in the place where, it, where he's saying, I, I know the drop zone. I know where I'm supposed to be landing it, but if you're not there to catch it, and let me tell you something, God ain't wasting his resources or his time. He's not just going to throw it down. It's important that you and I are exactly where God wants us to be. 
And I'm here to tell you tonight that if you're in this place, you are exactly where God wants you to be. You're not here by accident tonight. You are hearing this, that in order to get your breakthrough, you must be obedient. But this is important, though. Our discipline, our discipline must match our desire. Okay? You're wanting something, but your discipline must match that well, how do I know what my discipline is? How do I know I'm going to get there? By getting in this. When you get in this, you're going to get the plan, and it will line up and match your desire. If that desire isn't what God has for your life, then guess what's going to change? He's going to change your desire to be this if it doesn't line up with what he wants for your life. Everybody say obedient as the music softly plays. I apologize if I went a little fast tonight, and I really thought I was going to get through all three of these tonight. But I just, not that I'm saying that I believe the church is full of disobedient people, but I think it's in the society we live in today, we want it our way, when we want it, how we want it, and if you can't serve that up, I'm going to find somebody who will. Okay? And God's saying, stop. Just just sit down and listen to me. Hear my voice. Be obedient. So the first step to our breakthrough is we've got to be obedient to whatever it is God is speaking to us. I can't tell you what God's speaking to your life. What is that thing that he has asked you if he was to roll up in here tonight and all of us left the room except for you and him. And he sat down beside you and said, what is, what, why are we still having this problem? I've been trying to get you to lay this down. What is that thing? I don't know what it is for you. But I think every one of us have a thing. What is that for you? How bad do you want your breakthrough? Is it bad enough to lay that desire down? Is it bad enough to lay that relationship down? Is it bad enough to lay that? God, I I want that job. I'm sure you do. But that's not the one I want for you. conversation that it looks like probably all over the world between heaven and earth God I want this I need to be with her I know you do but that's not the one that I got for you maybe the young people should have been in here tonight nah pretty sure it's probably for somebody in here because I know it's for me God, I want you. And what do you want me to have? What do you want? What do you see for me? What do you have for me? See, it comes a time where we got to stop asking that question. We've spent enough time with him that we know exactly what he wants for us. We know exactly who the person is we're supposed to be with. We know exactly what job we're supposed to be. We know exactly how to further our education. And we know exactly. And we start pursuing that instead of pursuing all the other stuff that he's trying to get us to get our eyes off of. It's the wrong way. Wrong way. If you're here tonight and you say, I want to be more obedient. There's areas of my life I I sense there's a small amount of disobedience. And from this day forward, I want to take up the first step to my my breakthrough. Would you stand with me? Because I'm standing. 
small area of my life, I know I need to be more obedient. And, I'm tr- and from this day forward, I'm going to trust God to help me become more obedient to what he has for my life. It is no mistake that you are here tonight. I saw on Facebook that you was coming. And I don't know how this is hitting, but I feel some heat right here. But more than that, I feel some heat right here because I feel him talking to my heart. And so, God, collectively as a church and as a family, we stand before you open and honest, unashamed to say, God, we repent. Thanks for tuning in to this edition of Forward Church Online. At Forward, we believe that God speaks to each one of us individually, directing our lives and giving us focus. It is our desire that you would experience Christ and pursue His purpose for your life. One of the easiest ways to draw close to God is by connecting with the local church. Get started today by visiting myforwardchurch.org to find out all the ways that you can give, serve, and grow.